I V M. Hi listeners, we at Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund have come up with a special podcast series called MF 101 in collaboration with Bloomberg Quint. MF 101 is an informative series that will help you understand the recipe behind mutual fund investments. And what's more, it's coming from the chefs of the mutual fund buffet table, from the very own fund managers and analysts who are the manufacturers of the funds that help you realize your investment goals. Hi, I'm Anupam Gupta, B50 on Twitter, and in this episode, we are going to discover the recipe behind fund of funds from our guest chef, Mr. Vinod Bhatt, who heads investor communication at Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund. You know, welcome to the show. Tell us something about it. First of all, thanks Anupam for having me here. Uh, just to tell you quickly about my background, I also look at a macro and st- equity strategy piece. I've been with Aditya Birla Group for the past seven and a half years, and uh, before that, I've lived and worked in the US for a bit. And uh, by education, I am an engineer with an MBA in finance. Fantastic! I believe you are a level three CFA as well. Yes. Fantastic! Wish you all the best for the exams. Thank you. Okay, you know, let's get into the topic fund of funds, right? Because I've heard of so many different types of mutual funds. This is a really interesting category. Let's tell our listeners the basics and what exactly does a fund of fund address for them? So, uh, you know, investors typically will invest directly in stocks or maybe in mutual funds and ETFs, right? Uh, a fund of fund essentially it's an open end mutual fund uh, which invests in other mutual funds and ETFs mm. so what happens is that the investor will invest in one fund of fund and the fund of fund then will invest in suitable mutual funds and ETFs right so that essentially is the main difference between a fund of funds and a normal mutual fund the other is that the fund of fund does not directly invest in stocks it only invests in mutual funds and ETFs Right now, in terms of uh, uh, you know how it works, so a fund of fund may invest, for example, let's say forty five percent of an investor's corpus in equity, forty five percent in debt, and maybe the remaining ten percent in gold or liquid funds. Right, so it essentially does the diversification and asset allocation for the investor, which normally, for example, a financial planner would do. So, fund of funds product essentially does the job of a financial planner. Now, in terms of benefits for the investor, uh, you know while mutual funds are very convenient vehicle to invest you know it has become much more complex for investors so there are multiple categories lots of funds to choose from and we saw that recently even uh, sebi came out with a recategorization of schemes tried to simplify things for investors uh, so the first benefit of the fund of funds product is that Uh, the investor doesn't need to worry about the complexity and the paperwork right that's all taken care of by the portfolio manager of the fund of funds so all the investor does is invest in one fund of fund and then he doesn't need to worry about anything so that's just one nav and one folio to track okay. right that's the key benefit okay you know so that explains the basic contours and shapes of a fund of fund and it sounds like a really interesting product I think there are some what three, three and a half thousand different types of mutual fund schemes. I mean, within yes. equity, there is all kinds of large cap, small cap, mid cap, right. in debt. There is short term, long term. I don't. Know. And so you know, so the fund of fund seems to be ideal for someone who doesn't want to go through all this and just invest into something that has a stake in all of these, right? right. Which brings me to the next question: that what are the what are the different types of fund of funds right are there different types or are there different investor profiles right if if it, if i'm someone who's 25 years old if i'm just starting my job and i want to have a uh, if if i want to invest for the long term or if if i'm someone who's 35 or i'm 45 so as per the age my financial goals are different Correct. so how how does a fund of fund address the different goals right so uh, like i mentioned the fund of fund product does the job of a financial planner for the investor and financial planning starts by defining the goal of the investor right 
Hence, the categories of the fund of fund are tied to the goals of the investor. So, for example, an aggressive category, a prudent category, and a conservative category. Mm. An aggressive category will be somebody who is, like you mentioned, maybe twenty, twenty-five years old, who has a long time horizon, and who can who has a higher risk appetite. Whereas a conservative category will be somebody who is maybe forty-five mm. years old, and who doesn't want to take so much risk. And a prudent category comes somewhere in between, right? So that's broadly on the category front. But also, we need to keep in mind who is this. Product catering to right, so a fund of fund not, may not necessarily be meant for, for example, a high net worth individual or an investor who already is aware of equities and different kind of funds. Right, it's more geared to, for example, a retail investor uh, who is coming into the markets for the first time, who is looking at okay, you know, which assets do I need to invest in? Who may have a limited corpus, right? So you can start an SIP in a fund of fund with just a even a thousand rupees for example and that gives you exposure to the fund managers and the performing funds which normally you wouldn't be able to get on your own right mm-hmm. so that's the advantage of the fund of fund structure and especially if investors are living outside the metros they don't have access to financial planners they don't have the necessary knowledge so fund of funds is the ideal product for these kinds of investors okay it sounds really interesting right? because you're taking care of two very uh important aspects of financial planning right that's diversification and asset allocation Correct. right so let's get into that let's get into the concept of asset allocation how exactly is it taken care of Correct. by the fund of funds and then you know a very obvious question is how i can do this myself so w- what exactly does a fund of fund do that makes my life better definitely so uh, you know like i said what the fund of fund product does is it gives access to the investment managers you know in the business right so if i am an investor who has a few thousand rupees to invest a month i invested in a fund of fund product and then you know it's pulled together and the portfolio manager essentially decides how to allocate that corpus and so for example you know you can evaluate equity mutual funds debt mutual funds or maybe liquid funds or even gold etfs for the matter mm-hmm. and the way that uh, allocation works is based on for example it might be on the current market valuations current expected market conditions and so on mm-hmm. right so if the market is overvalued then the portfolio manager will shift the corpus from more from equity towards debt and vice versa mm-hmm. right so that asset allocation is taken care of in that way mm-hmm. and uh, typically even within equities for example uh, like uh, we know there are different kinds of equity funds so maybe you can have 40 to 50% in large cap funds and the remaining corpus in maybe multi cap or thematic funds right even in debt there are different kinds of funds so the portfolio manager takes care of the asset allocation on that basis mm-hmm. now in terms of why it's better than an investor doing it themselves now what we have seen typically is that you know investors are influenced by a lot of behavioral biases right so for example we saw in 2018 the markets didn't do well mm-hmm. a lot of investors will panic and they will get out of the market at the wrong time and they will wait till the market comes back and get in the market at the peak mm-hmm. that's exactly the opposite of what they need to do mm-hmm. right so having a established portfolio manager who knows what is doing who knows the market conditions doing the investment for the investors i think uh you can't have things better than that mm. right so the fund of fund has a has this unique buy and sell discipline in built into its structure which gives advantage to the investors okay fantastic so the next question then becomes the process right because right. there are so many different mutual funds out there yes. just like an equity mutual fund guy has to choose between 3 4000 stocks i'm right. sure a fund of fund manager has to choose between a whole variety of different funds within a certain category and across certain categories right so tell us something about the process yes so uh, like i said you know the fund of funds invests in mutual funds and etfs it doesn't invest directly in stocks right so 
uh, that implies that you know there's not a lot of churn that happens in the fund of fund similar to what you may see in a mutual fund right so typically the portfolio manager will do a monthly review of the portfolio right so he'll be tracking the portfolio regularly but uh, the, it's not churn that often so for example in the monthly review you will look at okay how have different uh, funds performed in the large cap category for example in the mid cap category or in the thematic category you will compare the performance across the peer set with the benchmark you will see how the funds are positioned for the expected market conditions and based on that on the quantitative analysis the portfolio manager will filter which funds are the performing funds which mm. are best positioned that's mm. on the quantitative side mm. on the qualitative side the portfolio manager looks at for example the track record of the fund managers their style their consistency right do they change their style when market conditions change so that's on the qualitative part so the portfolio manager typically uh takes a mix of both the quantitative and qualitative analysis to decide which funds to invest in right mm. so that's much better than an investor doing this who may not have the necessary knowledge who may have some behavioral biases and gets influenced by like non important one okay we know so this sounds like a lot of effort for the fund manager right because right. he's constantly looking at valuations he's constantly looking at how the market moves and then taking a call on what to invest what to ignore right so right. there is i'm and you you mentioned a monthly review also Correct. so i'm guessing that, that there's a lot of rebalancing happening right. okay so two questions first is that how frequently does the rebalancing happen in a fund of fund and second honestly how do you benchmark right because if i have an equity scheme then i then i know clear cut if it's a large cap if it's a nifty if it's a mid cap if it's something else if it's debt there's a there's a benchmark right. so how does benchmarking work in a fund of fund sure so let's start from the rebalancing front like i said uh, we try to keep the churn to a minimum in the fund of fund structure right so although we track the portfolio almost daily uh but a formal review happens let's say once a month and uh, based on that you decide okay which funds to maybe sell and which funds to buy right mm. uh now one thing to keep in mind is that when a, you know there is an exit load that all mutual funds have so if even if uh, even for a fund of funds if they exit a mutual fund they need to pay that exit load so we try to keep the churn to a minimum but if we find a better investment opportunity or if a fund is not doing well then we have to take some action mm. so that's why the rebalancing comes in and also between the asset classes right so if markets are overvalued then shift from equity to maybe debt or liquid or gold and so on so that's how the rebalancing works now the important uh, point to note here is like you mentioned the benchmark uh because the fund of fund invests in different asset classes there is no single benchmark like you know for the large cap you have the nifty mm. but for the fund of funds uh it's a mix of for example uh there's a crisel index which is you know 50% equity 50% debt kind of an index okay. but even that is not enough because you may have gold also in the portfolio right so uh, you need to create a benchmark almost on your own uh, which you track the performance of the portfolio against and again what is important here is the consistency so for example for the aggressive fund of fund once you define the benchmark then you can't change the benchmark you know that wouldn't be fair to the investors so for the aggressive fund you may have a different benchmark for the prudent fund of fund you may have a different benchmark and same thing for the conservative fund okay so are are, are these benchmarks uh, made internally by you so uh, sebi does give some guidelines right so for example for the aggressive the crisel index is a 75% equity 25% debt mm. and for the conservative it's the other way around so you know you know what benchmarks to use you can't use a uh, any index uh, that you want okay 
there's a fund that's buying other mutual funds. So right. how does the costing work for me as an investor? Right. Now, that's a very important question. Uh, there was a concern earlier amongst investors that is the fund of funds imposing a you know double layer of expenses, right? So you have an expense at the fund of fund level. And you also have an expense at the, you know, the mutual funds in which the fund of fund is investing. So when the SEBI came out with the recategorization, they also have come up with a cap on the total expenses, whether it's a mutual fund or whether it's a fund of fund, right? So now there is a cap on the expenses. So irrespective of uh, the funds that the fund of fund invests in, uh, it can't charge the investor above a certain limit. The other point to note is that, for example, if uh, our fund of fund invests in in-house mutual funds, mm. then it's not allowed to charge fund fund management expenses. So that kind of reduces the expense for the investor. Mm. And the third is, you know, the fund of fund always invests in a direct uh, manner in the mutual fund, right? Not so the not the regular one. So again, the costs are reduced, right? So, so from these uh, angles, kind of the cost concerns have somewhat been mitigated. Okay, you know, as we wrap up the show, is there, you know, one takeaway uh, for listeners, maybe you want to just uh, mention as to who this is targeted for? Definitely. I think the fund of funds would be an ideal product for retail investors, you know, who are starting off in their investments and maybe who have limited capital to invest, right? So it gives you uh, an opportunity to access the fund managers with limited capital, with fund managers in the industry taking care of your asset allocation, you know, and you don't need to even go to any financial planner. So kind of a lot of people are intimidated by the markets or talking to financial planners. So this takes away all their concerns. And I think uh, that's why it's a perfect product for retail investors. Okay. And if uh, a listeners want to know more about A, the concept and B, the products that you have, what's the best place for them? Yes, definitely. We have our website where you'll get all the literature on the product and and there are other videos that can help you. Folks, that's a wrap on the show. For more such interesting know-hows, continue listening to our podcast MF101 or simply follow the blog page of Aditya Billa Sunlight Mutual Fund, Bloom McQuind, IBM Podcast or wherever you get your podcast from. If you have any queries or some specific subject you want us to talk about with regards to mutual fund investment, reach out to us on our Twitter handle at the rate A-B-C-A-B-S-L-M-F. That's at the rate A-B-C-A-B-S-L-M-F. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Mutual fund investments are subject to market risks. Read all scheme-related documents carefully. The views and opinions expressed herein are personal and do not necessarily reflect the views of Aditya Birla Sun Life AMC Limited, that's ABSL AMC, Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund, the fund, ABSL AMC, the fund, is not guaranteeing, offering, communicating any indicative yield or returns on investments. The investors are bearing the recurring expenses of the scheme, in addition to the expenses of other schemes in which the fund of fund scheme makes investments. Sachin Tendulkar, Virat Kohli. Don Bradman and now Cyrus Brocher. Okay, probably not in the right company. I mean, Don Bradman is Australian. But it's called Cyrus Says. A wonderful show about everything. Find the show on the IVM Podcast app, ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you wish you were smarter? Well, so do we. But the next best thing? We could make you sound smarter. And to help you with this endeavor, we are Simplified. A podcast uh, that attempts to break down the complex world around you with a little knowledge, a lot of poor jokes and a ton of random trivia. Episodes out every Monday. On the IVM podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. See ya!